everybody welcome welcome to the mount zion podcast and thank you so much for joining me for my very first episode of no longer silent my name is navita milton riley and i will be your host but just before i get into the podcast i just want to introduce myself to you so you get to know me a little bit better i I'm from the beautiful island of Jamaica, located in the Caribbean. I am a part of the Mount Zion Sanctuary Assemblies, located mainly in Jamaica, our headquarters being in the beautiful Garden Parish of St. Anne. As you would have heard if you listened to our introductory podcast, but we do have three churches that are located in the United States of America, one in the state of Georgia, where I reside, one in Florida, and the other is in New York. And so I am just so grateful and so excited to be on this journey with you all. I am very passionate about my faith. I'm very passionate about what I believe in. And so that is kind of where No Longer Silent is coming from. It was born out of a couple of friends encouraging me because they know me and they know my story and they know the things that I'm passionate about and they encouraged me to start a podcast and I guess out of fear, you know, I I just didn't do it. And so here I am given this opportunity through my church to be in this space with you in this space where we make a decision to no longer be silent, to use our experiences, to use our stories as a tool to motivate, to encourage, to enrich each other, because that is what we do. We are the woman who fixes the other woman's crown. We are the woman who thinks that I can be beautiful and so can you. We are the woman who believes that even though we were broken, or maybe we still are, we are still beautiful. And so it was Maya Angelou who said that there is no greater agony than an untold story inside of you. And so we are making a decision to be no longer silent. And so we celebrate these women who are brave enough to go on this journey with me to express themselves, to talk about some things that are uncomfortable and some things that are sensitive, to tell other women that you are not alone because I went through this too and I'm a survivor. And those are the women that we're here to celebrate and to support and to encourage and to, and to uplift and just to be there for one another. And so this is a safe space that we are going to go into and we are going to just talk and to just let you all know that the smile that you see, there is a reason behind it. And so I am super excited. I am just grateful that I get to do this with you. And so today we celebrate all of you that are out there. And so I thought that if I'm going to take you guys on this journey, 
why not start by sharing my story and tell you that sometimes the smile that you see is coming from a war zone. It's coming from a place of great conquest. And sometimes we see people and we just think that their lives are perfect. I grew up in the church. I am the last of five children, all of which grew up in the church. We go to church every Saturday. We call it Sabbath. Parents are together. Well, my parents. Um, and so, yeah, people see you and they're like, okay, her parents are together. She goes to school every day. She's very beautiful. She's very successful. She has her head on her body, as we would say. She has everything going for her. But like I said before, everybody has a story. And so I want to share a little bit about mine. And as I get into the details, I am so nervous because I'm thinking to myself, what, what are people going to say when they hear this? You know, are they going to text me and say, hey, oh my God, did you really just go through all of that? And so I am nervous. But if I'm asking women to be brave, then it means that it has to start with me. Because we're going to be taking baby steps. And then maybe we can morph into quantum leaps. But I am going to be brave. And I am going to share with you. My story is one of sexual molestation. I was molested when I was a child. The thing about it was I didn't know that that was what it was at the time. It started when I was nine years old. I will never forget. I was in the fourth grade. And it happened more than once, a couple of times actually, over a period of time. And it was by a family member. And I, I grew up in the church, as I've mentioned before. And so I knew that something was wrong. I knew that this wasn't right. Because when you grow up in the church, you hear so much about fornication and lust and sexual immorality. And so I knew that it fell in one of those categories. But I wasn't, I, 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 I grew up with that guilt. For so many years, I held that guilt because I thought that I was to be blamed because I thought that I was doing something wrong. And I remember when I started college and I was in this class. And I remember one of my lecturers saying that once you are 
a minor and in Jamaica um, that's 16 years old once you are below that age you cannot consent to anything sexually related so even if it's done to you it's illegal it's an offense because you cannot consent to that and I sat there in that class and I it was like I went into the twilight zone because it finally started to make sense and I realized at that point that I was sexually molested and so I struggled with do I tell my parents where do I go from here a lot of the things that were that I was experiencing I couldn't quite understand why am I like this you know I remember having so many issues with relationships I could not for the life of me trust anybody I remember wanting to be pitied I remember having these I would be in these cycles where there are times when I would be happy and I would be okay. And then something would just trigger. It, it could be anything. It could be a smell. It could be the way that somebody was standing over me. It could be just the way somebody looked at me or sat across from me that would trigger some of those feelings. And I would just go into this state of I want to I don't want to call it depression but just this state of sadness and loneliness and just blue and I couldn't understand what was happening until that was said and I started to do a little bit more research and I realized and a couple of years after I found out, I went into therapy. I tried, I made about two attempts at therapy. And I stopped because it was so hard. And for the third time, I decided that this was it. I'm going to do this because I can't live my life like this. I had nightmares i i struggle with anxiety and i didn't know where it was coming from like i am i am so easily startled and just always on edge and i had no idea that that was my body's way of fighting off a traumatic experience and so i decided that i was gonna do this and I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. And I had to go to counseling for two years. I was in therapy trying to rebuild myself and to just find me 
in all of that chaos. And I can remember there was this particular relationship that I had. And the guy looked at me one day and he said, I can't love you if you don't love yourself. And that really, really hurt me to my core. I struggled with self-esteem issues and a lot of people were very surprised when they found out about this. And so that is a part of my story. And it was very difficult to come out of. And I just want to say this, that when you go through abuse, it's not something that leaves you. You are scarred for life. But you learn through therapy for me. And time never really did it for me. I struggled for over five years by myself and time never made that pain any less it never made it easier but therapy helped me to cope and to live with the memories and just the pain and everything that happened and now I am married to a wonderful wonderful man who loves and adores me and treats me like a queen and I'm so happy for that but one of the things that really helped me through my journey was really finding a relationship with God I learned through that journey that there is nothing in this world can that can satisfy you the way that God can There is no relationship, there is no job, there is no, nothing that you will acquire will really satisfy you the way that God can. And the scripture says that he is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. And God really healed my broken heart. I remember there was this particular night when I couldn't sleep and I was by myself, I was living alone in an apartment and I was just there crying in my pillow. And I looked in the mirror and I said to God, there is no way somebody as tiny as I am can carry this weight. And he heard me. He heard me and he... It took time and it took a lot of work. But I want to say that I'm on the other side. I don't feel guilty anymore because I know it's not my fault. I don't carry that weight anymore. Because God removed it. He removed it and he healed me. And so I live a life of happiness, of peace, of contentment. The memories do come, but I have the tools 
I have the comforting and encouraging words of God to know that I am not in that space anymore and I am still here. And so to all of you out there, that is my encouragement to you today. Regardless of everything, you are here and God can turn any situation around. If you believe that he can, he will. And so let us not allow our situations and our struggles to deter us from living a fulfilling life. This was my time to be brave and I'm sharing it with you. And so whatever it is, you don't know who is listening when you tell that story. Because I believe that a woman with a voice is the definition of a strong woman. You don't know who you're helping. And so when I tell my story, I do it from a place of strength. Because I know that in my small corner, I can help somebody. And so as I go, I want to leave this word of affirmation with you. It's by Jody Hills and it is entitled, I am here. It says, I am here. I have the courage to believe that matters. I have the strength to make a difference, to be different. Even with an empty hand, I have the means to give. I am free to become, to fail, to learn. I have the advantage of hope. I have the opportunity to love, to be loved. I have the wisdom to know it is all a gift, all a gift. When I make my decision on how I am going to live this day, and it is a decision, I joyfully, responsibly, gratefully, Face the world and say, I am here. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, stay blessed.